Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about how we can serve God with our creativity. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less, each day we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God, you can weather the storms of life, and you can bear fruit. I'm Brandon Levy, and today we are talking about the creativity that God gave us and what he expects us to do with it. You know, I read somewhere something pretty interesting, and I hadn't thought of it this way before. We often think about creativity as something you have or you don't have. Others may be more analytical. You can be a painter or a mathematician, but it's rare that you see both in one person. In fact, we're all, by design, creative beings, though. We were created to create. Remember in Genesis 1:27, God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. You know, right after we learn how everything we see around us was created, from the smallest cell to the largest oceans, we are told you were created to be like the one who did all of that. God has made us all to have a creative drive. Now, I may be focused in different directions. The accountant creates understandable reports of financial data while the painter creates images on canvas, but we all have some ability to create. And it's important that we use those abilities wisely. When God destroyed part of his creation with the flood, he promised he would never do that again, curse the ground for man's sake, even though the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. You know, what an interesting phrase. And it reminds me of what Paul writes in Romans 1 about there being people who invent ways of doing evil. We are made with a creative capacity. And the story of scripture is that we often misuse that creativity. Sin takes control of our imaginations and we use our energy thinking up evil rather than good. But that's not what God designed us for. He created me to create, but he certainly did not create me to create ways of doing evil. He gave me an imagination so that I could keep coming up with new ways to glorify him. And when the Pharisees got together to try to trap Jesus with a trick question, a so-called expert in the law asked teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. You know, the Pharisees, they didn't use their creativity for good. They had a list of rules that you had to follow. And many of them probably did follow those rules as closely as they could, although we know some of the leaders weren't as pious. But even if they kept every rule on their master list, they would never think to step out of the box and find some new way to honor God. They were satisfied with the rules they had. But Jesus says, that's exactly what we must do. We can sum up everything God expects with two commandments. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. You know, the Bible doesn't tell us every way we should show our love for God, just that it should be with our entire being. And it doesn't describe every instance where we should love our neighbors, but instead we should use our imaginations for good. Imagine yourself 
in the place of your neighbor, Jesus says. If you were in their place, how would you want to be treated? And once you imagine that, act on it. Now, of course, the Bible gives us specific ways that we should carry out God's commands, and everything we do should fit into those parameters that God's Word gives. But Scripture was not written to give us a comprehensive list of do's and don'ts. It is a comprehensive pattern that we can apply in any situation. And with our own creativity, we can learn how to serve God in every circumstance. That's how a book written 2,000 years ago means so much today. We can think about God's word maybe like a blueprint for a beautiful piece of architecture. It's got specific guidelines and measurements, and it would be a grave mistake for any builder to overlook those measurements. But there's so much that goes into a home like this The architect may not specify anything or everything. Instead, giving some broad parameters with room for creative license within them. Maybe the decorator can pick the color of the carpet or the furniture, but it has to fit into the rooms that the architect designed. Applying the metaphor to our reliance on God's word, the Bible is the blueprint. It has specific instructions, and our faith will not be sturdy if we ignore those instructions. Even if they seem insignificant to us, the architect put that note in for a reason. But then we have general instructions too. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and love your neighbor as yourself. This is God calling us to use our creativity for good and for him. It's him saying, don't waste your imagination thinking up evil things to do. Turn your thoughts to me and create ways to glorify me. While his word gives me specific instructions on how to worship, we remember the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus through the Lord's Supper. We give cheerfully to support the work the church is doing. We preach and we sing and we pray. And all of those are specific instructions. We could call them the frame of this blueprint. But we're also told this is not where worship stops. Everything we do should point to him. In 1 Corinthians 10.31, Paul writes, And whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. In other words, in every minute of our day, whether we are sculpting or writing or building or, or cleaning or anything else, there is something that we can do to honor God. We just need to imagine it. That calls us to a high creative standard because we're going to chart some new or at least new to us paths. While everyone around us was taught when they go to a laundromat that they are there to do laundry, God tells us we're there to honor him. I need to imagine how I should act differently in that situation. Then, When we are at home, everyone else is told they're there for companionship and safety, but God tells us we are there to serve him, to build our families up to, to serve him too. That takes creativity to weave God into your family's everyday life. When everyone else is working at their job, they do it to move up or to get a raise or uh, to get some sense of fulfillment. But God tells us we work to glorify him. That will take imagination to figure out how I can be a garbage truck driver or a college professor or a preacher and not only do my job well, but go beyond just the utilitarian and use my life as a platform for worship. Or when we're on Facebook and YouTube and Spotify and iTunes, everyone else there is the 
listen to good music and catch up with friends. But God says, this is where you honor him, maybe by subscribing to a podcast, studying his word like Rooted Daily. You know, every minute of every day, there are new ways we can honor God. And as soon as we think that we've got it all figured out, then something changes and we have to adapt again. That's what we are designed for. We were created and we're, we were recreated to use our creativity to keep adapting to this sin-filled world. God has given us this book so we have roots to grow on. And when we have those strong roots, we will bear fruit. That fruit won't always look the same for all of us. But when we get the foundation right, then the fruit we bear will honor God. You know, our God is a great creator. He created me to create. He made me with an imagination and I can use it to think of ways of doing evil or ways of doing good. You know, what a difference we could make and how pleasing would it be to our God if we turn all of this creative energy he gave us and used it for what it was designed for, to find new ways of bringing glory and honor and praise to our creator. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. And I'm looking forward to sitting down and studying God's word with you next time. Thank you so much for stopping for this episode of Rooted Daily. It is so important to take a few minutes to root ourselves in Christ and in his word. And I'm so glad you did it with us today. If you think that it's important that others hear this good news, make sure to hit the share button, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app, whether that's Spotify or YouTube. It helps us reach more and more people with the message of Jesus every day. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Christ, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.